relationship. So they're, you know, they're looking into that also. And um, it's, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot to be learned about autism. And, you know, also you have to think too, the diet that your child is on too, because diet also plays a, a big role on how your body reacts and how your brain reacts. So what we put in our bodies also can be, you know, um, something that we also look at as well. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, today we have a very special guest who's been on Dr. Oz five times. We have Dr. Oz fans here a lot. Dr. Fab Mancini's been on a few times as well and written over 20 published books. Stacey Chalemi is an amazing, accomplished writer and just has an amazing story and amazing insights to share with all of us about natural-based herbal expert. She's got multiple books that she's come out with, The Complete Herbal Guide. She's, like I said, been on TV shows and radio shows and all over the world, and she's a specialist as well when it comes to epilepsy, which, as many of you know who listen to this podcast, is the reason why hemp and cannabis is legal in our country, because it was so profoundly uh, just black and white that this miracle plant was helping children like Charlotte Figge with epilepsy and seizures and that was the beginning of the passing of the 2014 farm bill which allowed hemp to be started to be grown legally again and of course recreational marijuana began uh, to become legal in different states like colorado and oregon and california because we could not deny the facts of this plant helping uh, children and adults and pets with epilepsy so welcome to the show stacy shalemi Welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about what you've been up to. And we'd just love to hear uh, how you got to where you are. Thank you so much, Justin, for having me on the show. It's, this has been a, a wonderful opportunity for me. And I, I'm, it's a pleasure to be able to speak with you today. Um, it basically all began um, at the age of five. My mother heard a gurgling sound in the other room. So she came to check on me. I had at that time, I was had an ear infection and a little virus. And the virus had traveled to my brain and she had found me in my room turning blue and in a grandma seizure. So they rushed me to the hospital and they um, that's when they realized that the virus had traveled into my brain and they induced me into a coma. Um, I was in a coma for about four days and they told my parents, most likely if she comes out of this coma, uh, she'll be paraplegic or she'll have severe brain damage. And my father, who's from Greece, you know, he has, uh, he was thinking about um, an island that he came from and he also, and they have one um, church there and there was a statue where tears used to roll down these the, uh, statue's eyes. And he was praying for me to be okay and come out of this coma and I had a teardrop roll from my eye and I opened my eyes up and um, I didn't have, uh, um, I, I actually, the first thing I asked for was McDonald's French fries. So I was, I was, I, I, I opened my eyes and I asked for McDonald's French fries and um, I wasn't paraplegic. I didn't have severe brain damage, but I did have epilepsy. And to this day, they can't find the scar tissue damage that causes the uh 
epilepsy, but, um, you know, it stayed with me for a very long time. You know, I had a, my life was like a roller coaster ride and college was very, uh, uh, challenging the late night study and the stress to do well, um, caused lots of seizures. And at that time I wasn't even sure that I'd be able to complete college. And I had written an article and sent it into the epilepsy foundation. Back then they had a magazine and I asked people, how do you cope with epilepsy? Cause back then they only had like five or six books on epilepsy and they were written in medical terminology by doctors and it went completely over your head if you were just the normal individual. So I wrote the, the asking other people how they cope with it. And to my surprise, hundreds of letters from all over the United States and Canada came and I read them and I learned so much uh, from them. It was uh, such inspiring and motivatable stories. And they, you know, I took a lot of what I learned from them uh, and applied it to my own life and, and it helped me get through school. And um, then I started uh, working in New York and I was working for a big corporation and I felt an aura coming out one day and I had fell to the ground and, um, I producer had just walked right over me and kept walking and, and I couldn't believe it cause I was awake and conscious at, you know, during the seizure. And I couldn't believe that the, this producer just walked right over me and kept walking. So I, you know, I woke, I got up and I just continued to do what I was doing. And then, um, a co-producer came over and, and said, I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to release you from your position. Uh, you don't make the qualifications. And I knew right then and there it was because they had, they saw me have a seizure, but I didn't let it get down, get me down. I kept doing what I was doing. I walked out of there with my head up high and I started to, um, write and I started to do freelance work and I met an herbalist and he asked me to do a lot of research and writing for him on herbals and natural healing and alternative medicine. And I was really intrigued by it. I said, wow, some of this stuff could actually help me. And I applied it to my own life. And I surprisingly, my seizures went from 12 to nine to eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one to none. And, you know, the combination of the medications I was taking and, you know, living a natural and, and healthy lifestyle, applying uh, detox to my life and, and changing my lifestyle and living my life a certain way and including vitamins that I was deficient in and, and using certain supplements, I was able to change my life around. And I had started a little blog back then and it was... Uh, it was called Blogger, and uh, only for right right away, as soon as I started writing about natural healing, four hundred people came on, and I was really intrigued by that. I was like, "Wow, people are really taking an interest." So I started my own website, and I thought, "Wow, you know, if it helps you with epilepsy, this could really help people with all conditions." And I created a natural healing website, and the website um, blew up. It was uh, it did extremely well, and um, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were coming to my website to read my articles. And I started to um, write, started to put together the materials that I was writing. I had taken the letters from, from all those people that wrote to me, the regiments I created for myself to help me get my seizures under control. And I wrote a book called Epilepsy, You're Not Alone, because I realized, you know, for a long time, I felt alone until I actually got all those letters from all those people. And I realized I wasn't the only one. So the first, one of the first books I've written was Epilepsy, You're Not Alone, and it was a bestseller. It did really well. And one day I even got an email 
somebody um, actually emailed me and said that I was reading your book. I found it in Barnes and Nobles and it saved my life. I was on the verge of suicide. I followed your regiments and it changed my life completely and they thanked me. That's when the light really went off and I realized what my true calling in life was. It wasn't to live in Manhattan and to live this, you know, glamorous lifestyle that I pictured myself having. It was actually to help others like myself. And I continued to write and I came out with the complete herbal guide and that did really well. That hit a bestseller. And that was about all different types of herbal supplements, natural living, um, and alternative medicine. And I continued to write. I talked about the power of positive thinking. I wrote a book on that because, you know, the power of positive thinking is very powerful. Um, and also I talked, you know, I wrote books about being kind, be having gratitude. And just recently I just published my um, book, Empower Yourself, Don't Let Your Conditions Empower You. And I created a journal to go with that called the Positivity and Gratitude Journal. And I actually uh, just revised my book, Epilepsy, You're Not Alone, to um, make it more modern because you know a lot of things have changed since I wrote the last version uh, so I updated it added new things to it and you know that's basically how it all started and began and I've been uh, you know through my my journeys I've met a lot of wonderful people um, you know I even was sent in front to Washington to speak in front of Congress and I've been on lots of different talk shows I'm you know it, um, I've been on the Dr. Oz show several times many radio shows I work with Ariana Huffington and I, I write for the Thrive Global I write in her column and I've been just you know doing a lot of advocating work to help others and, and that's what my life can, kind of consumes of well, that's quite a story. It's an amazing <laughs> background. What what are you what are you um and, and thank you for sharing all that with you and what an what an amazing journey. What uh what are you focused on right now? I mean, I mean you've covered so many amazing topics and you know, from epilepsy to the power of positive thinking to overall health and and you know, being an accomplished writer and author and and uh you know, a guest on all these amazing shows. What are, what do you what's kind of got your focus like right now? Cuz it sounds like you've just done so much. Right now, my main focus is about empowerment. I wrote my last book that I just recently launched this year about empowering yourself. Don't let your conditions empower you. And I believe, you know, how, um, I want to teach people how to release the power within them. A lot of people, especially people who are suffering from any condition, stress, anxiety, high blood pressure, diabetes, epilepsy, whatever the case may be, um, you tend to have a lot of obstacles that you have to endure in life. And, you know, sometimes you can fall into those obstacles and you don't know how to get out and you find yourself in a hole. And a lot of times that leads pain and suffering could lead, you know, emotionally or physically can lead to depression. It could lead to anger, frustration, panic attacks, you know, so it's very important that we learn how to overcome obstacles in our life in a healthy way so we can transition out of these obstacles and move forward. So I teach people in my book, you know, that we all have the ability to overcome any obstacle that we go through in life. It's just learning how to break it down and go step by step. And I teach people in my book how to overcome the obstacles that they endure in life so they can move forward and live a happy, healthy and productive life. That's amazing. Well, I uh, I work uh, pretty closely with uh, the Napoleon Hill Foundation, the author of 
Think and Grow Rich and about 160 other positive mental attitude books and, and you know, taking control of your mindset. So that's very, very cool. And, and maybe we should talk about collaborating on another book if you want to do something with some of Napoleon Hill's work. That's what's I'd been a lot, of my, yeah, a lot of my uh, recent journey has been uh, involving trips out to Wise, Virginia to the foundation and Don Green. So that's amazing. Well, I know I want to I want to get you and my uh, my mom, the head of research, Janet Benton Gaylord, uh, chatting about, you know, herbs and health and epilepsy and children, because I know that you two are cut from the same cloth. So, uh, mom, you got any questions or any comments <laughs> on, on what Stacy had to say? I'm sure you do. Well, this fascinating. I totally believe some people are natural healers and they were born that way. And I grew up in the country, as we say, and that was our mindset growing up. We never went to the doctor unless you needed surgery or had a broken arm. And so I grew up always counting on plant-based things and natural healing. And then I swear sometimes our lives are meant to be because of what happens to us. So obviously your story of having Caesars Young and working through it and helping others defines your life, defines you know the journey you're taking. And I pretty much had the same thing too, that I got out of college and doing all these things. And then I had a son who had seizures very young and I had to figure out a way to cure that. And then I had another son who was in a car accident and was paralyzed and husband with cancer given three months to live. And so I've cured all those uh, just working through different diets and herbs and, and mindset also. Yeah. And, which led me to our current journey that Justin and I are, are working on is that his, if you're not familiar with it, his son developed autism mm -hmm. uh, to uh, very dramatically, a two-year-old that was reading and writing and a uh, brilliant kid. And then within a day or two, everything was gone and his IQ was too low to measure and he uh, was nonverbal and very unhappy. And so I came out, moved out where he was and did all my things in terms of diet and direct teaching. I'm a psychologist and a certified okay. nutritionist and a natural healer is basically my sideline thing or main, my main thing now. But anyway, so after all the things we did, we saw some progress, but he still had the, neuro, the neurological dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And uh, Justin and I were all constantly researching and came across the hemp and especially the raw CBDA. Uh, we call it the fresh squeezed orange juice compared to the Tang or Kool-Aid because most people totally over-process uh, any type of hemp into CBD. And so using the CBDA very quickly, we started by at age four, giving him the raw CBD uh, whole plant, cold pressed. And by the time he was ready to start kindergarten, uh, he was no longer on the spectrum. He had no OT or PT or speech or any of those uh, workers with him all the time. And he's been in regular school since then, uh, top of his class. Justin's very awesome. happy. He always wanted to coach. And now he he's, he's an amazing uh, baseball player. Uh, plays piano by ear and uh, takes singing lessons and surf. So and it all to me was based on the raw CBDA. So that's become our journey. Uh, it literally with seizures too can regenerate, uh, repair and regenerate nerve cells. And so we saw that with him where he had no IQ to measure to being above average and everything. And so that's our mission is to heal the world. And so it's a very similar mission to yours. So I was very excited to come across you and very impressed with publishing 20 books. <laughs> I'm working on a book now, but it's not as easy uh, to write a whole book versus just articles and blogs and things. So well, maybe very... that'll be Stacy's next course is how to write a book, how to write 20 books. <laughs> so, but at, what, what's been your experience with, uh, with cannabis or hemp and, and seizures? Is that a, an area that you've dove into or is that a, a new to you? 
No, um, cannabis and hemp is uh, very, even medical marijuana is is very um, beneficial for some cases. It's not all cases, but for specific cases for epilepsy, it can be very beneficial. Um, just recently, NYU has um, does a lot of uh, research on uh, medical marijuana, and they actually, uh, my epileptologist just recently um, approved, got one of the medications approved um, that has uh, CBD and um, in it, and it actually is helping specific type of seizures. Uh, there are, you know, um, it depends on the type of seizures and the type of epilepsy you're dealing with. Um, you know, it, for specific types of epilepsy and for specific types of seizures, uh, it won't work on you, but it definitely um, can help. And and with the, it also calms the nerves, which is also very helpful. Um, you know, you know, when you have epilepsy, think of your your brain as a um, you know uh, electrical currents, and then it's moving in a, in a nice stream, like a nice sunny day. The clouds are out, and they're just kind of flowing through the air. And then all of a sudden, you see the dark clouds come in, and a thunderstorm strikes, and those lightning bolts come down. And that's kind of how epilepsy is. You're you're fine, and, and then the seizure comes, and your your brain waves are spiking, and you know you go into the uh, seizure. So any types of medication that could be common to and help the the brain um you know function in in a normal manner um can help with epilepsy um and me medical marijuana and cbd and hemp has helped many conditions and they're consistently doing research because they've even found it in the world of of people who suffer with cancer it has been, been very beneficial and they're looking into different areas on how other ways it could be beneficial as well it's helped many people with many different conditions uh it has um it's also helped people with pain people who suffer from pain um it blocks certain parts of the brain where where your body says, you know, you get a, when you're in pain, the um, body sends signals to the brain to say, hey, I'm in pain, and then you feel the pain, and it blocks those signals, so there's a decrease in the amount of pain that you receive. And so it's helped many people with different types of pain, um, issues with pain management. And, um, you know, and for autism, um, I just had someone on my podcast that um, her, she is a, um, she is a, uh, a celebrity, she's a, a Broadway actress in, in the UK, and her daughter had a very severe case of autism. And she actually, she searched and searched and searched, you know, for a solution. And she actually came across certain therapies that actually helped her daughter from, she went from extreme autism to very minor autism, and she got to the point where she was able to go to school and she became a um, engineer. And she um, now has, you know, is able to communicate with society. She is working in the work field, and she is, you know, and she is a, um, she's doing fabulous. Uh, she went through college. She got her degrees, and like I said, she became an engineer, and she is doing marvelous. So there are different therapies that can be used also to and to help people with autism, and they also, you know, they're realizing you know, a lot of a lot of people with epilepsy. Epilepsy tend to be autistic. You know, they see a correlation with that. Autism and epilepsy have some type of relationship. So they're, you know, they're looking into that also. And um, it's, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot to be learned about autism. And, you know, also you have to think too, 
the diet that your child is on too, because diet also plays a, a big role on how your body reacts and how your brain reacts. So what we put in our bodies also can be, you know, uh, something that we also look at as well. I'll send you some samples of some of our products just because it's whole plant cold pressed and it's mm -hmm. nobody really, no one, I mean, we're the, I, I can name on one hand, the number of companies that offer it. No one offers it the way we make it. Um, right. Just the fact that it's cold pressed. I mean, really what we should be doing is eating this plant just like kale and just like um, mm -hmm. celery. There's over 512 different um, plant constituents, but the proof's in the pudding. So I would love to send some samples and yeah, I'm definitely. sure my mom would love to do some research with you, but I'll let her ask her questions because <laughs> I'm sure she has some. No, I, so I agree with you too. And so I've been studying health and uh, working with uh, neurological issues in children for my whole career. And there is a, you mentioned the uh, correlation between seizures and autism. Well, one thing in common is they're both neurological damage, their brain yeah. damage. And so, uh, like I say, we read about the seizure research when we were looking at solutions uh, for my uh, grandson. And then at that time, people were giving a lot of kids with autism, marijuana, but I said that the THC builds up in the brain. It's not good for a developing brain and especially mm -hmm. already has brain damage. And so I don't believe in it for children. But anyway, so I found all the research on that and the CBDA, if you're a holistic person, if you're a holistic approach to health and you're going to have raw whole plant cold pressed, which is why we have our unique formulation. Right. And a lot of neurologists uh, that believe that, um, all of the, so our bodies make cannabinoids. I'm sure you're aware of that, the endocannabinoids. Yes. And mm -hmm. there's one called 2AG. And many of the top neurologists believe all neurological dysfunction, autism and seizures and all sorts of other things are related to too low of a level of the endocannabinoid 2AG. And then mm -hmm. CBDA uniquely is an analog or a mimic. And so when you take it, it goes to every cell, the A goes to every cell in your body and literally works where the, if there's not enough 2AG, and so it literally is by research 10 to 100 to 1,000 times more powerful than CBD or THC in these areas. It's just yes. out. And then in America, we can't help over-processing everything. And, that was terrible. And when you do that, we all know that if you cook a kale and made it into a cooked kale, it's going to have nowhere near as much benefit as if you ate it raw. And so that's right. kind of the point that needs to get out there. Um, so yeah, I work with people. I do free Zoom consultations kind of around the world at this point. And we start with the CBDA uh, because it literally can regenerate the nerves in the brain that were damaged. And then again, too, as far as you mentioned, pain, uh, pain is inflammation plus nerve damage. And so it takes care of both of those. And then the anxiety, it balances like it's homeostasis. So it balances our serotonin levels, and all, which also then correlates. So anyway, it's, it's a massive, fascinating area with so much potential. But in America, we tend also just to turn to the, turn to the pharmaceutical uh, like Epidiolex that just works with the two small types of seizures. And mm -hmm. my research is uh, around 40% effective. So most of, in other words, most of the time it isn't. And it's quite expensive. I know it's over $100,000 a year. And so our goal is to tell people, you just need the raw whole plant. It will work better than just something that's been heated in a synthetic copy of it. So uh, we have great success with seizures of all types. Uh, just because you're giving the body what it needs and what it makes. So I'm a very passionate, holistic person. And I, I've seen, like I say, cures, or if we can even say that word, that's the other problem in this field. But anyway, we just seek relief from so many people. So anyway, we're very passionate about getting that word out there. 
uh, that it does work much quicker and you don't have to have a bunch of other things. And then diets always, that's what I'm writing about right now is diet uh, because that's a basis for everything we do. And so many Americans have no idea that what we eat relates to our health, which to me is just so basic. Yes. There's over in, in the marijuana leaf alone, there's over a hundred strands in the marijuana leaf and each strand can be used for a different type of um, condition. Uh, you know, people don't realize, but there's, you know, areas of the leaf that are good for relaxation. There are areas of the leaf that are good for pain. You know, it's just, um, you know, um, it's knowing how to extract the leaf properly. And that's how some some of the uh, cannabis um, uh, dispensaries, you know, are, are you know, do actually um, distract them, you know, and, and, and differentiate the different strains. So they're able to help, help specific conditions. So, um, yeah, marijuana and, um, and CBD and hemp are, are very beneficial. And they even with autism, like you were talking about before people with autism, they, they had done studies and they have very, very high cues more than the average norm. So, it, you know, their, their, their intellectual level goes beyond the regular individual. And that's, that's interesting because as a psychologist, when I worked in, and I've been working with autism for actually too many decades to brag about now. Uh, <laughs> but in the, when I was working actively and doing a lot of testing and teaching teachers how to work with autism and things, about 80% of the kids with autism uh, were, were way below average, low IQ, very low IQs. Oh, really? Very much so. And there's, everything gets kind of controversial. I know I've been on some groups from people like from Europe who claim that if you don't, if you're not super smart, not autism. So there's all kinds of things out there, but no, and the most of the kids I work with autism too, uh, do have very low, low speech, low behavior, uh, mm -hmm. low mental functioning. So hey, if they are regenerated, like if their nerves are regenerated again, so they can think clearly, you can see people with high IQs. And sometimes they get the IQ back before they get back uh, things like social skills, which are much harder to add in to fine tune social skills and right. so issues with that because the intellect can come back first if you can repair the brain. Mm -hmm. And one last thing I find so fascinating about hemp and it's the only plant that our bodies actually evolved with um, the Chinese yeah. 8,000 years ago. And mm -hmm. so that's the only plant on earth. Our body has receptors and the endocannabinoid system just for it. And just right. by the power of it. And then keeping it raw, the CBDA is just, like I say, so much more powerful than all the little individual pieces that get popularity. Oh, it's CBG, no, it's this or that. But the CBDA is pretty much always the master. And that's what our products have, 70 to 80%. We keep it raw into that A. Um, but it's hard to get the published work out there. And if I was doing more of a pharmaceutical thing, I'd probably get much more research grants and things like that. But I've always been a holistic person and I know it works. Uh, actually, what we did with my grandson was actually published in a peer-reviewed medical journal just to show that it's not just a story. And uh, so anyway, we're just very passionate about giving people giving people hope with autism, right. seizures, and with MS, and with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. They're all neurological, and we yeah. see success with all of those. And so I'm very passionate about getting that truth out there. Uh, CBDA combined with the appropriate diet adjustments, you're going to just see amazing results. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, I definitely, I'm, I'm so glad that we got a chance to cross paths and you're going to have to sh teach us your secrets to, to, you know, having as much success as you had. Obviously you're an amazing writer, accomplished writer, author with all those books and 
you know, being on the Dr. Oz show. So you'll have to share some of those secrets with us. So we can <laughs> combine forces and help give people another, uh, you know, another option out there for those that are, aren't, you know, aren't getting the results from the current system that they're using or the current, uh, way or medicine that they're currently using. So it's just, uh, it's an amazing journey. I'm glad we definitely crossed paths. Before we wrap up, where how can people find you, or, or where should they go? And any final comments before we uh, we call it a show? Um, they can find me on StacyChalemi.com, and that's S T A C E Y C H I L L E M I dot com. And I also have my website, which is TheCompleteHerbalGuide.com, and that's the um, blog. And we have thousands of articles on that blog about all different types of topics from health to fitness to herbs, vitamins, you name it, it's on there. And we talk about healing the body and eating right and we have recipes and we um, we have a lot of information for people to help improve their life and improve their lifestyle of living. Well, that is amazing, and I'm so happy to meet you. And if you want, like I said, I can connect you with I'll know at the Napoleon Hill Foundation. We've got a lot of cool collaboration projects going on with down there. And uh, I, like I said, I'm more than happy to be a guest on your show. And I just could continued success for all these books and all this wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, publicity tour that you're on. And uh, make sure we'll want to get a photo from you so we can put you <laughs> on the on the on the podcast notes and. And uh, as well as uh, your mailing address so I can uh, we can send you some samples so you can check out this raw whole plant hemp and see how it helps you and, and those around you. So, again, thank you, Stacy, for for swinging by. Uh, Dan had to pop off, but I know that, you know, at the end of every Miracle Plant uh, podcast, we say heal the world because that's our mission is to heal the world. Right. And that's why it's so great that it's aligned. So on the count of three, we say heal the world because that's what this podcast is all about, is helping people understand their health, take control of their health. And uh, that's what we're all about. So on the count of three, let's unmute our mics and say heal the world. And those of you on the audience listening, join in as well. Ready? One, two, three. Heal, heal, heal the world. world. Thanks for swinging by the Miracle Plan Podcast. We'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.